Network, a podcast designed for women working in financial services and financial technology. I'm Cheryl Brown, Chief Engagement Officer at Females and Finance. I'm also an international speaker on social and digital marketing, too. On The F Word, you'll meet leaders in the community, as well as learn more about recruiting, training, advancing, and retaining quality female talent. Let's take a listen to today's episode. Well, hello, everyone. I am bringing someone very special to the F word today. And today we get to welcome Jamar Jones of Forever Media to the show. And uh, you know what? I've already learned in our little short talk before this, you're quite a visionary. And I do believe that you had written that on something and I'm excited. You believe in more than the product, the service about this change, building up others. Oh, speaking my language. Cause that's what I do yeah. too. And I believe yeah. in it, creating things that are relatable. What, why are we doing that? You know, when everything could be so much more boring, nobody said that ever. Um, and that you're surrounding yourself with good people who are pushing you forward. And I love, these are your own words. It's time for everyone to start thinking differently. And I couldn't agree with that more. So welcome to the effort Jamar. How are you? Yeah, doing great. Thank you for having me. This is, yeah. uh, this is fantastic. Your personality is so huge. Uh, it's, just, it's just, I'm calling you every day now. <laughs> Stop. Stop. No, this is great. I, I love it how- though. Uh, thank you for that. And I enjoy telling people how we get folks like you to the show. And this one's a big shout out to Amy Wanninger. We're both Amy Wanninger yes. Love Fest fans. Yes. Yes. She is I amazing. Amy. Yeah. She's amazing. She's- um, just kind hearted. Um, just really always about promoting others and yes. connecting. And yes. I mean, uh, she's just, she's great. Yeah, I am one of her biggest fans and she promoted your recent book, Change Your Circle, Change Your Life. And I was like, "Uh oh, I got to know this man. And you were kind (laughs) enough to take a chance on some crazy woman who reached out and said, hey, we're going to be friends. You don't know it, but we are. And if you're uh, a friend of Amy's, I'm already like, I'm good. You know, uh, that's already enough to get through the door. (laughs) I love that. This is wow. Is this going to be like the Amy Wanninger fan fest here. So I'll be excited for that. I definitely want to talk about your work in media, but first I would like for you to sort of lead us up from your background to forward. Like, how are you doing this today where you're at? That's a very loaded question. Um, and I'll try to make it as exciting and short as possible. Um, All right. So really that that's kind of how the, the concept of the book came to be with change your circle, change your life, because I have changed my circle many, many times. I've almost lived many lifetimes, I feel like already Mm. um, to experience different things. But um, it's not like I was coming out of high school and saying, oh, I want to be into marketing and into media. Uh, That was not my focus. My focus was actually music. Music was, you know, and still, I still love music, but I um, was pursuing a music career in hip hop. And I had, uh, worked my way up basically through that um, to one point, um, probably in my mid-20s, that's probably like the peak of, of where I was at with music, where I was doing about 100 shows a year. And wow. I was I performed all over the Midwest and also the East Coast. Um, but I booked every single show myself. Um, so I was just always hustling, always had that mindset of, um, of just changing those circles. So even from the music industry, and then actually I was working a lot of odd end jobs at the time as well, you know, cause I, you know, the, the classic word of starving artists, 
It's basically what it was um, until I um, had an opportunity from um, a friend of mine at the time and their mom said, hey, this place is hiring. They don't, you don't need any type of experience. They're just looking for people to answer the phone. And so that's actually when I stepped my first foot into IT. So then I worked my way up into that company for eight years and became an IT manager um, there as a, um, a production lead uh, where I led a team there. But I basically just worked my way up. But I learned a lot of key life lessons within that, just about the corporate world. Um, and what was, and I just had a great mentor. And that's also in, the, in my book where I talk about, you know, you need a mentor, you need somebody that's going to help guide you and, and get you your, your brain thinking differently um, and get, you know, set up for, for success. So through that and through music, was starting to go through, through that path. And then um, it's crazy because in Minnesota, so performing at the University of Minnesota, um, it was the second show out of three that weekend. And then I had torn something in my vocal cords. So I was performing and I just like spit blood on the side. And I was just like, oh my God, I know what's happening. My guy was with me. So luckily he was able to kind of keep it going. And through adrenaline, I finished the show. Um, that night, the hotel, I was like, man, something is going on here. I don't know what, what's going mm. on. I, I could barely talk. The next day I did a newspaper interview. And then I had another show at Hamlin University in Minnesota. So I basically just did my Mariah Carey and just lip sang that whole thing. <laughs> I he said that. No so voice. come at me. He said it. <laughs> I had no voice there. I was not about lip syncing, but if you have no voice, you gotta have to, <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. So then I saw the doctor when I got back in town. Um, you know, lived uh live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I got back in town and then um yeah, so I basically have an inflamed lymph lymph nodes on under my uh right near my throat. And basically mm. I strained it so much that I, I can't continue to do that. So I had to really say, what am I going to do now? You know, like, yeah. and I went through two and a half years of depression, um, mm. just a bunch of, bunch of trying to self-discovery, just like finding yourself. And when your back's against the wall, you had to find yourself. So after, so uh, did some IT there. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to just pursue IT, did music a little bit here and there, trying to dabble in it. Um, but then uh, got let go. So then about 45 people lost their job there at the IT place I was at. Um, and I was one of the 45. And so I was like, what do I do now? Do I go and, you know, find another IT job? Is it my passion? Is it something I'm really into? Or do I do my own thing? So I started the, my first company, Forever Productions. And uh, the rest is history. I basically just grinded the same way I did for music, grinded the same way I did in the IT field, worked my way up. and. Uh, one thing that was clear is that I'm a, definitely a visionary and my leadership skills, at least what other people tell me is that I'm, you know, kind of a leader and somebody can follow and be able to have belief, you know, into where I'm going. So I just constantly created. And now today, Forever Media is uh, here. We're in Brookfield, got an office of about seven people here working and uh, amazing. just amazing. I, I just every day I'm just shaking my head. I'm like, can't believe it. I love this. I love this. And I know financial service people who are listening going, what am I listening to this for? You just hang on. I'm bringing this home and you're going to see why. Because Sorry all for the of long-winded you, answer. No, of, uh, but they're going to see why. They're like, that's why. That's why he's on the F word. Because I want to talk about the marketing. So I got a couple awards. I'm pretty good at that and financial services. But you, my friend, 
are into places like, I don't know, Red Bull. And my husband got particularly excited about the Six Flags. I just have to give yeah, a shout yeah. Daryl yeah. worked there as a teenager. So for him, he has a, still this, but in fact, we were, we were walking someplace last night and he goes, smelled asphalt. He goes, smells like Six Flags. I'm like, you weirdo. Who cares? <laughs> he goes, I still remember it. I they, they play like fresh ass. I know, right? Isn't that funny? But I'm curious um, as we go into marketing, yeah. I get a lot of calls and people are like, well, what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? And pick your brain and stuff like that. What are, so we're going to talk about broad marketing right now. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So not just financial service people, because they're all making, I can tell you a lot of them are making these mistakes because I see it on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and Twitter, mm-hmm. even on TikTok. Okay. But what are some of the people getting wrong in their marketing today on a broad spectrum? Because you're dealing with a lot of different products and services that you're out there uh, doing yeah. behind the scenes work for. Yeah. The, one of the, uh, the main thing that's consistent pretty much with everybody, there's very few people that actually can really get this right. Um, is that they, they basically start marketing backwards. So what they're doing is they're like, okay, you know, let's get out this product or service. They're just being salesy, completely salesy. And they're basically not leading with a why. Why in the world should anybody care about your product or service? Um, so when I got, when I got business coaching from Marcus Limonis, AKA the profit. Mm -hmm. So when I was sitting in a room with him for about an hour and a half, he boiled it down to these four key points that, that you just need to solve as a company. And that's who are you? What do you do? How do you do it? And why do you do it? If you can just solve those things and put that just in your forefront of your marketing as far as the brand awareness piece and put that out there as, as a starting point, that's what people want to know. They don't want to know about all the technical stuff and why you're better and awards and all this other stuff, just all this fluff that, you know, kind of comes with why we're better. And all of a sudden they want to know why you do it at the core level. What are you about and why should I trust you and build that rapport as a, as a consumer and then be able to say, why should I actually engage, get engaged with you? And also, where are you going? Um, so a lot of people work it backwards where they're just constantly just promoting and sales and just pushing that out when it's like, it, it, it just becomes, you know, comes across as like, it's noise, it's complete noise. And uh, if you're marketing, you want to, you know, have something that's also relatable you know, something that people can actually attach themselves to. And that's where that why comes in. So that way you can really get down to the core values of, of what your product or service is actually about. I really love that. And I'm going to tell you, it's funny, um, here in St. Louis, down 70, one of the main freeway systems here, my favorite billboard ever yeah. is a company. It's, 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 and I'm not going to say who it is, <laughs> but it's my favorite because it's so grossly honest. It's a real estate company that says, we don't want to be number two anymore. Help us get to number one. I love it. They don't even hide that every time I read it, 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 we know I love, I'm going to point it out because I'm like, I actually want to help them. Right. Because they're so honest and they're saying, I want that number one. I'm going to, I'm going to put it out here that we are. And it's, it makes you laugh. But then you're like underdog, like you just want to yeah. come in and help like boost them up a little. And I've actually, yeah. I've actually took the time 
to come in, look at their website and reach yeah. out to them. And I'm like, you know, if I know some people, I'm going to send them to you, yeah. you know, we're going to yeah, get you. Exactly. And they're like, that's all we want. We want. And I think it's funny, but you I know, it. and it's, and, and you make light of it, but it is in seriousness. Um, I'll pick on somebody who's too easy to pick on McDonald's. Oh my gosh. They're going to show up consistently, no matter what, you know, what they're about. It's going to be low cost. You right. know, that the burgers are going to taste exactly the same in, um, yeah. you know, Carrollton, Texas, as they do in yeah. Milwaukee. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We also know, correct me if I'm wrong, their ice cream machines are going to be down. <laughs> Look at you laughing. You laugh because Always. it's true. <laughs> Always. You know, you're to go or out the door. It's going to be wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You pull up to the drive-thru. And I, I laugh about that because they're so consistent and it, they're still got people coming because you know that there are going to be in neighborhoods where people can come, they can be afforded, vol, you know, they are yep, relatable yep. in their advertising. Um, mm-hmm. And you just kind of, you give them a hall pass on it. Cause even yeah. if you get up there and you're like, damn, ice cream machine broke it again. You just changed the order. You don't like, oh, I'm never yeah. going to go there again. Because yep. you're there the yep. following day getting some McNuggets or whatever it is, okay? Yeah. yeah. So I think that that's really important for people to understand that. How can a brand completely not have <laughs> what you want, but they show up and you're just like, yeah, yeah, it's just the way it is, you know? Yeah, and and yeah. I have a lot of respect for that. And the work that yeah. you're doing behind the scenes is really hard because I can tell you as somebody who's worked in marketing for a very long time, sitting in a room <laughs> and telling someone their baby's ugly. Oh my God. It's, it's brutal. It's hard. Yeah. It's, it's hard. And, and especially you got to do it in a way that it's all uh, dealing with personalities. Honestly, you're just dealing with other people's personalities yeah. when you're dealing with marketing, branding, um, and, and just what that top of level is. Uh, Cause we do a lot of, you know, branding strategy, discovery, identity, because a lot of times you have to start there before you're going to do any of this other stuff. So you have to look at that but you're more just fighting personalities. You know, you're fighting some yeah. old school mindset over here. Oh, this is what we've always done. Blah, blah, yeah. we're the best. And then it's like, times have changed, man. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but bro, times have changed. It's time to start thinking a little differently, thinking outside the box a little bit and listening to others that are maybe growing up in a different era. You know, just listening to that. And they, and sometimes they're like, well, this website's worked, with, worked for me for years and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But it looks like a dinosaur stepped on it. So that's, you know, you just got to, you you have to be willing to, you know, be transparent and be a little vulnerable to listen to those ideas and and, and take those constructively and and really to, to grow um, as, as a company and as an individual, because it's just so important. A lot of times we're just battling egos and personalities. And um, yeah. at the core, if you can get past that, a lot of stuff is possible. Yeah. And I always, I have little key things that I've said here um, in my own business and practice when somebody doesn't want to hear their baby exactly. I'm like, well, that's a baby. Yeah. That's a baby. You know, they got to grow into something, right? Yeah. I'm like, you know, and then my super, and this is only going to be funny for people who know technology, but as soon as somebody says that their website's written in PHP, I go like, (laughs) uh, see, that's only going to be, see how funny you laugh. Other people won't, but I'm like, all right. Wow. Okay. And uh, yeah, am I, you know, it, it's, it, it's interesting. Um, or when people here in financial services, <laughs> I had somebody who had on their LinkedIn, we help people from the crib to the grave. Oh God. 
If you're that person listening right now, call, oh my please God. call Jamar. Don't do it. Yeah, because I said the crib to the grave. I know, and I'm like, all right, yeah, okay. Wow. It's funny because it's true and it's awful, and people are very quick to say things like social media doesn't work. It mm-hmm. does work. There's lots of people, and I got to tell you right now, if I hear one more old person say to me, "Oh, that TikTok," I am telling you right now. That is the best. Oh, I love TikTok. Yeah. I love the yep. creativity it affords. It provides people with this outlet to take something and make it something. I mean, I am amazed. I am amazed. There's no other word for it of what some people will put out there. I'm like, well, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. <laughs> but some of the brands or people who are getting it right or who are partnering with micro influencers out there, that oh, yeah. is just gold. I mean, oh, it's yeah. just gold and it's changing there's, it up and it's relatable. Yeah. yeah. And there's so many things like that. And that's so key. I'm glad you brought that up because there's so many areas of marketing that hasn't even been like truly tapped into. And a lot of, especially corporate businesses or certain, I would say medium to large businesses, they haven't fully maximized and are know-how, I have the know-how to really interact with those different marketing strategies. Influencer marketing, for instance, yeah. like it's such if you want to talk about an ROI on, on your marketing budget, because a lot of times, a lot of companies are wasting dollars left mm-hmm. and right, wasting money on things that they thought worked back in the day or whatever. And they're just doing it. And it's crazy because a lot of times I ask the question about their marketing and what the budget's getting spent. And it's funny because somebody's like, yeah, we've just been doing it that way. And honestly, I don't, I'm like, well, what's the return? Like, what, what are you getting? Is it, is it brand awareness? Is it sales? Is it Legion? Like, what are you getting out of that? And it's like, well, I don't know. We just keep, we go to that same trade show every year. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> are you serious? You know, so like influencer marketing, you know, TikTok, Clubhouse, it's a lot of these newer platforms that are out here. Podcasting is another one you know, you utilizing these marketing tools can be so, so powerful at a fraction of the cost of whatever you're spending on, whatever the traditional marketing methods are that, that, that you've maybe been, you know, known, you know, for and doing for 20, 30, 40 years. So TikTok is crazy good. Here's a good example. So I tell financial service professionals, so sorry, every conference coordinator out there right now, don't come hate at me. But I don't want you spending any money on booths. They're stupid. Don't do, I don't do it. We don't spend one single penny on a booth. You want to give me one? I don't know. We'll set something up. I'm usually not there. I'm not talking too much because I can't stand behind a booth to stand still for too long. But we believe the money's best spent. Set up an experience-based meeting and find out who the top like 20 people are coming or that you want to be in front of. Offer an experience-based opportunity. So for example, if you went to a, uh, a financial service conference and forget the dine around, even those are done in dinners yeah, and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. set up something that's cool, like the backstage passes for whatever. And you get, you're going to remember that forever. You're yeah. going to be right yeah. there in that moment. Music's going. And that's what they remember. That is exactly yeah. what they remember. And you yeah. think about the money you spent because a conference booth is probably running you somewhere. If I had to guess 15 to $15,000 is probably eight to $15,000 in that yeah. range. Yeah. Depending you on where you're easy, at. Yeah. Yeah. You can easily spend a half of that and do something amazing. And that is what Red Bull did. That yep. is and what they still do. Um, still and so do. many others still do. Yep. Yeah. 
experience. Why? The experience-based. That, that is the number one thing. So like if anybody doesn't get anything from this, from this uh, podcast, experience. To have your marketing have an experience and, and ask yourself for that on every single marketing initiative that you have for, for your company. You know, what's, what's the experience that you have for customer service? What's the experience that you have on your website? What's the experience that you have? And go, just go down the list and see what that is and answer that question. If it's dull and boring and no one's going to remember it. Yeah. You just remind you know, obviously right. you got to, yeah, you got to reevaluate that and see, see what's going on with that. And, and that's uh, very interesting because we just did a few, two weeks ago, we just did a, a, a business pop-up event with a influencer named Shay Robottom. Mm-hmm. And so she's a LinkedIn influencer. Mm-hmm. And so she came to Milwaukee and we coordinated the entire events, um, got everything there, but we did it at a, at a business called Forward Space, which okay. Forward Space sells office furniture. And what's mm. amazing is that we literally brought a party to that to their show uh, showroom that they've never it. done before. And they've had the most brand awareness engagement they've ever had as a company because of that experience. And yeah. people thought it was the new hotspot. They were showing up like, man, this is dope. Is this the new spot in Milwaukee? Dude, are you guys open every weekend? They were asking, I'm like, dude, they sell office first. There's office experience, you know, solutions. You know, they're like, oh. I love it. <laughs> I th- love that's, it. That's what you have to create is an experience that's what makes it organic. That's what makes it exciting. And that's what makes people start talking about your brand. Yeah. I, uh, you know, it's funny one year, I remember at an event, we had a booth space. We didn't set up anything booth wise. I hired a barista and he came and I just stood there and handed out coffee to people. And I had my little apron on and I was helping do things too. And people still remember, still, I walk into places and they go, you had the best coffee at that place. And I'm like, that was a conference like six years ago. That thing only cost me 1200 bucks worth every single penny because wow. you can have the, you can have the hotel coffee or you can come over here and get the little picture on the top of it and, yep, and yep. everything, you know, and I'm standing there talking, I'm handing up, you know, and I was just there to be part of the experience with it, you know, and I figured it worked for Starbucks. Heck, it could work for Cheryl. So yeah. I'm going to try it. <laughs> Why not? What, you know, what's it going to do, but it's the experience part of it. And I think, you know, going back to the video marketing thing, um, I think that's a really big piece of the missing puzzle of relatability out there Mm -hmm. because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, as I mentioned to you, when we first started, had we done this just on the phone, like old fashioned phone, you'd be like, I don't know what she's about. We, We got to talk a little bit. You learned some of about me. I learned about you. Now we're having a very natural discussion. And folks, for those of you listening or watching right now, we just met each other. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, pretty much like, best friends. Hey, what's up? Yeah, that was it. And then it was, but we had a common interest, um, common friend and Amy, but definitely we were able, because of this type of video interaction, able to do that. And I tell you, I think it's the reason why TikTok is just so successful because we're such voyeuristic humans by heart. I mean, it's right, just who we are. Right. We want to see in, we want to tell, we, I think we experience things deeper when we can see it with our eyes. And, you know, and, and I know we talked about this too, but I want to make sure I mention it again. And that is, I have watched videos that were not even in English. And has cried at the end simply because I understood through the video 
the emotional capacity of what the message was about. I could tell you what the message was about simply because you are so good as media companies at capturing that and encapsulating that. And I've told every financial service person, if you got up this morning and posted your stupid white paper, your what, no one's reading it, but I bet you, you either watch something that made you laugh or you watch something that made you cry, inspired you, you know, I mean, those are the things that you want to take that and put it into. And I might be off. You're the expert in this, but I think it's going to evolve over time. What are your thoughts on video marketing? I, I think it's definitely going to evolve, um, but it's definitely, like you said before, it's here to stay. Um, I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon. So I would get real serious about it because it's such a key way of marketing right now. It's the way that people you think about it. You, Video activates so many senses in, a, in an individual. When you're watching that, that's why you're getting all that emotion. And then you're just you know, like seeing yourself almost in that moment, or you can relate to certain things that it says. So you can do it on and activate all different types of emotion, but you want to do video marketing in the way of telling a story. A lot of times you have to tell a story uh, or you have to be informative or education. So something in a, in a way, not boring either, just spice it up a little bit. Come on, you know, don't, don't, you know, Everybody's been in that classroom. It's like, oh my God, I can't wait till I get out of here. This is horrible. Um, but you have ninth grade geometry there. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, and it was graded on a curve. I totally got to say this. And there was a girl in the class who was super smart. And we would all look at her and say, say one word and we will yeah. kill you because we're just trying to get out. <laughs> yeah. Okay? yeah. Don't, we don't need don't ask no questions at the end. <laughs> just, we're just trying to get that C, man. I don't even yes. care. You know, yes. so I totally get it though. Yes. I mean, you got it. So, so tell a story. And then also I would say, just, just get started. So a lot of people, they don't know they they look at it, like, I know we need video. I know we need to do it, but I don't like the way I look. I, I don't do like my this. voice. I don't like, you got to get past. Yeah. So a lot of times you get, how you get past that kind of shame of yourself is through confidence and through confidence, you have to gain experience. And how do you do that? is by just repetitive and you do it over and over again. Just get started, literally get your phone, start recording it, and that's that's it. You don't need all the fancy equipment, you don't need the gear. Yes, there's a how-to and there's a formula for success, I would say, with video marketing. And that's why some people start doing it like, oh, that video's kind of looking kind of janky. But then you know, see some other people, you're like, okay, there's some polish there. I like that. You know, that's I can, I can, I can get with that. Just get started. Yeah, I look at my first videos and I'm just like cringing, you know, but oh, then as you, yeah. as you start going through it, you know, you're going to get better and better. You're going to gain confidence, which will gain, will get kind of masked over what that shame and fear that you're having with yourself. Yeah. A lot of times you're going to be growing as an individual through video marketing. So just get started. You don't need to know everything about it, but if you're posting on a consistent basis, that's where you're going to see results. So just Stick to a plan, be consistent, and just start doing it. Oh, I love it because I say these things. So if you listen to him and not me, please do that. And I'll give him all the credit because I talk about it. I'm like, consistency. I said a cake, you can put all the, you know, you can put all the ingredients in the bowl, but if you don't mix it up in consistency, it doesn't work. Right. You got right. to be consistent, schedule it, you know, and, and it has to be like, it's almost like working out. It's got to yep. happen on the regular. Yep. You know, you, you can't do like you, 10 yeah. jumping jacks and then like, why am I not then? Hmm. Yes. 
yeah, stay consistent. You have to because otherwise you're gonna, you know, like you go to the gym every once in a while, you're not gonna see any results. So just be consistent on what you're doing, and that's what that's really the magic of of anything is showing up every single time and saying I'm here. And honestly, people are gonna admire you for showing up. People are going to be like, you know what? They're trying. They're doing it. I wish I could do video. I wish I was doing it that consistent. Mm -hmm. How do they have the time? How do they do that? Blah, I get blah. that one I'm a lot. busy as all could be. And I'm making the time because yeah. I know how important this is. Yeah. So you need to just make sure that people are going to admire you for it. They're not going to pick you apart. They don't care about what you look like or what you said wrong or whatever. No one cares. It's a blip and if in, they in do, the timeline. And if yep. they do, this leads into perfectly to the next question I was going to talk to you about your book. If you're <laughs> hanging out with people who do care, well, look at what she yeah, did now. Yeah. You need to change your yeah. circle. I yeah. say this on, if I don't say it on a daily basis, it's definitely weekly that, mm -hmm. you know, as a speaker. So I have professionally spoken at probably 200 plus events over the past 10 years. Yeah. And at no point have I ever stepped up onto the stage and turned around to the audience and thought they all want to see me suck. They want to see me do terrible. They want to be, no, they don't. Think right. about you as an right. audience member, you have gone there to see what someone do well, even mm -hmm. if it's, I don't care if it's that you're going to a music, you know, you're going to a, to a, to a concert, you're there to have a great time and for them to do great. And it's yeah. going to be great. And you're going to like all the people that, I mean, you go there with the most positive of, yes. of things, right? Yes. I don't yes. think I've ever gone to a con. And in fact, I, I went to heart the last con, uh, the last concert I went to was heart. And I went with my husband's sister and they were great, but I was so encapsulated with the sign language lady that I was oh, dancing yeah. with her. And I'm like, I don't I've even know what you're video. doing. I've yeah. She was like right near us. This is a true story. So about two months later, I'm at the, I'm at the St. Louis Lambert airport. Yeah. My yeah. husband, I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're the sign language lady. I danced with you at heart. She goes, I remember you. Right, I remember right. you, you know? And, but I had wanted yeah. her to do well and I wanted them to do well. So mm -hmm. your book talking about yes. people changing up their circles. I mm -hmm. think that this is really, you said just previous, I have lived many lifetimes from changing my circles. Ooh, that was deep, dude. That was really deep. <laughs> and so I mean it. And I was just on the phone this morning with a friend of mine, Angie Herbers, and she said to me, she goes, you know what I tell people about you? And it's when you go, oh, oh, <laughs> and I'm like, what did you say, Angie? She goes, you are a network accelerator. If you want to accelerate, you got to be around her. And that's how I'm getting into a lot of times these circles. Yeah. And yeah. if I live my space and time in a circle and it goes beyond. Yep. I move into a new circle and they do too. And I don't ever take offense to that. Not once. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's really critical to that. So talk about yeah. your book. I'm super excited about this because you talk about it being mindset and action. It's, it's all about mindset and action and 50% of each. So you can't do one without the other. Um, but it's, this book is all, I can't show it. This book right here. There it right? is. Um, it's all about, uh, evaluating your current circle and how do you get into other ones mm -hmm. so how are you able to navigate into other circles that you need to interact and and get yourself in the door with the people that you need to be around or that yeah. you want to be around um because your circle people don't really take the time to evaluate their circle 
And a lot of times like they're, they're they let their circles happen to them. Yes. And they don't even know it. And, and honestly, it's because of the first thing of the mindset piece, which is people are not self-aware. So once you build up your self-awareness, once you know that and you know yourself, you have self-love, self-worth and self-awareness, then it's all of a sudden you're like unlocked, you're unplugged from the matrix and you're able to start to have your own um, choices and you can actually be in the driver's seat of your own life. So mm -hmm. a lot of things are people are just, this stuff is just happening to people and they're not self-aware enough. And I think self-awareness boils down to three ingredients. It's confidence, fear, and perspective. Those three ingredients really add up to be your self-awareness. If you can master those things, you can actually start seeing things through a different lens and you'll be able to approach those and break through fear and have the confidence within yourself and self-love to say like, no, I don't need to be around these vampires. I don't need to be around these bums that are hanging around me. I don't need to have this negativity in my life. I need to be moved positive. Um, I need positive reinforcement. I need a mentor. I need people to guide me. I want to be around people that are striving to be better. Um, and those people are really your core circle of what's going to be the engine of where it's going to take you where you need to go. And so it's just so important. So that's what this whole book is about, is about how to identify that self-awareness within yourself and, and how to identify your and evaluate your own circle. And then how do I get into other ones? What actions do I actually take to get into other circles so that way I can ultimately change my life? You know, I, and I appreciate you so much because I'll tell you, for someone like me who, okay, the people go, oh, she's extroverted, it's easy for her. No, it's not. I still... Yeah. The moment that I reached out to you on LinkedIn, right? I still have a hesitation when I hit send because I'm thinking, uh -huh. well, is he really going to want to connect with me? I hope he does because yeah, I think yeah. we'll have a good dialogue. But you know, there it's still there. But right. I push past the fear of you rejecting me when I think I think we do have something in common, and I have to trust that if you like Amy and I like Amy, then we probably should talk at least for a second to make sure there's a connection and it clicks. Right. And right. I trust in that. And I think that the other thing is that this idea of changing up your circle. Oh, one of the things that I have said to my friends, so I think everybody should have like a personal advisory board, like people that kind of watch out for you when you're not watching out for yourself. Cause it's mm. super easy to kind of look over the fence at somebody else's thing. Of course, of course. And, and so I told my friend, I have, we have about a couple of friends that we do that and I'll never, this is what I do. And it's really easy because Facebook's super telling. Mm -hmm. Um, and people can sit there and hate on it and everything, but it's just easy, single sign on people can share stuff. When I see people in their funk, mm -hmm. I will send a text message to a friend and say, read your last 10 Facebook posts. And then tell me what you see. Mm. A lot of negativity, something mm -hmm. going on. You need to talk because I don't want you putting it on Facebook. I want you to pick up phone, call somebody. Okay. Right. And not that I'm saying that Facebook needs to be a love fest. But it is such a, uh, a telling situation where I can usually read through people's posts. And now, you know what, that also tells me they don't have good circles of people that are around. So for me to stay positive, it's easy because I surround myself in circles of people who are 100%. at above yep. the level where I'm at, where I'm at and where I'm striving to go. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel bad when it's time to exit the circle into a new circle, a new sphere and say, you know what, I want to be, and I might be that circle for somebody else. 
mm-hmm. the same time, I think one of the things you said were really critical too is being aware because you can have barnacles, people just hanging on all the time, wanting to be a part of that yeah. when they're not willing to do yeah. the work to step up to their next level of circles. And right. you know what, friends, for those of us, you've got to be conscious of this at all times. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be aware of though, because that's, they're like leeches. Yeah. You know, they're just, they're just there. And, and you got to understand too, that um, not you, but people that are listening that uh, those people, sometimes they're around for a season. So a lot of those mm. people, that I believe in the not, season and reason. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, season and reason, but also like, cause people, so as you go through this, as you change your circle and you're, and you're evolving as a human being, some people might not be ready for the evolution right. that you're going to become. So they might still see you at three layers, you know, before or three stages before, and they're not seeing the new version of you. And so sometimes it's just not a good fit and you've outgrown them. And a lot of people, you know, sometimes they really struggle with that because they're not, they're like, oh, well, but, but they've always been there. Oh, I grew up with Jimmy, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Well, Jimmy's on some other stuff. Yeah. So you need to start, you know, you need to evaluate that and see how much, how much does that relationship really, really mean to you? And so, and where are you going? Is that going to help you and in, in to getting there? Because yes, people will attach themselves and sometimes you got to cut them loose or you got to put up barriers to protect your own self. Cause you have to say, is this really worth it? Is this yeah. really worth it for me to go through this? And is it ultimately helping me get to where I'm trying to go? Yeah. And I think that's really big. I love to wrap up this with actionable education and someone such as yourself, you really have some impact in a lot of variety of areas between media and marketing and mindset and all of this. What's something that you would want to say to either someone listening, watching right now that they can immediately act on, do something with, um, I'd love to hear. Oh man. I mean, it depends if we're talking about, so we'll, we'll do two really quick, really quick. Okay. So one is that this is something you could do today. So whenever you're listening to this, watching this, you could do this today. I need you to write down a list of everybody that's in your circle. Just write down on a piece of paper, everybody that's on the list, you know, just put them, put their names down, every single one of them in your direct circle. So it could be your friends, coworkers, family. It could be um, spouse. It could be acquaintances. You know, if you go to volleyball every week and you just see the same people, you just put down all their names down and just simply do a plus or a minus next mm-hmm. to their name. Just a, a plus or a minus. And a negative, yep. That's it. Are they a positive influence on your life or are they a negative influence in your life? Do you get a, a positive vibe from them or a negative vibe? Just to be as simple as that. And then add up the, pl- the pluses, add up the negatives and just see where that weighs out. Because honestly, that's what you're around. And you need to see if there's some negatives in there, they're not going to see that piece of paper. So stop thinking about those people. Think about yeah. yourself for once. For once. Think about yourself. And add those up and then really see who do you need to start reevaluating and seeing what you can do to start getting that going. Uh, secondly, so we'll talk about something on the business end. Um, honestly, I would really look into ask yourself, what does my business look like from a 30,000 foot, uh, 30,000 foot view? Um, so like if, if no one knows what's going on and all the, you know, technical aspect, ask yourself from that super bird's eye view, what does your business do? And also describe that in one sentence. What does your business do in one sentence? 
because a lot of times people overstimulate people with a bunch of jargon and, and stuff and, and um, you know, uh, phrases and sayings and all this other stuff. When a lot of times people just want to get their solution met. And I understand when people are in the industry for a long time, they like to, you know, say how smart they are, blah, blah, blah. One sentence. What does your business do? And what problem do you solve? One sentence. Because if you can master that and get that pitch right, a lot of things can change for you. I, I had someone recently ask me in two words, two words, in two, two words. words, what does females in finance, tell me what females in finance is about. And my two words were exclusive and qualified. We do not just allow people to become members. They all have to be qualified exclusive to be in qualified. our, mm-hmm. and yeah. so we have a very exclusive membership because of it. Yeah. And I was wow. solid with those. I know. Right. Wow. Love it. I mean, love it. So this has been great. I told you. So we're going to wrap it a fun way. I always ask every guest three questions about themselves. You don't know what the questions are. I have to answer them too. This always makes guests a little nervous, especially they're mm-hmm. like, uh-oh, here she goes. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. All I'm right. All right. All right. So how about this? What is the one place you've always wanted to visit? Greece. Greece. I have a friend going there, Anthony. He's going there this September. Greece. I love Italy I love for me. Greek mythology and all of that stuff. So definitely Greece. Gotcha. Sure. And Italy for me. And I was oh, all ready Italy, to go. And then yeah, COVID broke yeah. out. And I'm like, maybe not so much right now. <laughs> yeah, it's got to run and ramp it over there. A little bit over there. I know. I picked the one. It's a COVID beautiful center. place. I, I would love to. I love to go, though. I love to go there. Too. I know. That's on my list. That was because of Eat, Pray, Love. And I just, I think it was the eat part that I, like. <laughs> I just want to go there for a week. Um, how about yeah. this? Where is your most inspirational place to work? Ooh, do you like, are I you working from home or do you like that to go? Question. I've never been asked that question. Inspirational place to work. I would say, ooh, I mean, anywhere where I can reflect, you know, mm-hmm. like it depends. If I, do, I, if I I'm, Am I trying, am I trying to be a, be the visionary self of like, where am I going? Or am mm-hmm. I just trying to hammer out some stuff and get some stuff knocked out? If I'm trying to hammer it, get some stuff knocked out, um, Honestly, just a quiet space with a with a beautiful view. Quiet space with a beautiful view. Yeah. Uh, if I need to be a visionary, you know, honestly, anything that's soothing. So a lot of times it's rain, you know, thunder or water crashing or, you know, a, a rooftop view where I can just see the whole city. Um, just views, I think, is, is really the same way. inspirational. Yeah. We travel a lot. And sometimes Daryl and I get tired of being working from home and he'll say, I want to go to Tennessee this week you want to go to wherever and I'm like sure yeah you're right you know? there you might I mean you might as well you can go quickly, four or five yeah. hour drive it's not bad you know but yeah, we go to the Ozark okay. Mountains quite a bit because it's easy peasy for us yeah yeah. And, okay, uh, yeah I do I feel like I sit outside and work a lot and I just feel like yeah. I'm more nature and all productive. that stuff. Yeah. exactly how about this this is my favorite one I was waiting for today for you what fashion trend needs to end now <laughs> Oh man, what fashion trend needs to end? Oh, let's see. Stop trying oh, to bring the fanny packs back. Stop it. Could we just stop it? They're not. I don't fanny want packs. the fanny I don't, packs. So I think that like I just I feel like I feel like the like the super super like I I would I don't like the super baggy jeans mm-hmm. but like when they're like so tight they look like they're just constricting your whole 
you know don't sit like, down like I like like I like slim fit stuff like it looks nice but but not the ones that are like <laughs> yeah don't sit down because it's like and it's just it's so tight I think and they're getting shorter it's like you know I feel like you know oh oh I got it I got it and I know it's a big fashion a fashion thing but I I don't know if I've if I'm really down with the no socks thing you know like no socks with the dress shoes like I, I'm around a lot of people that are models and, and yeah, and, you know, and, know exactly and stylists and stuff yeah. like that. And they're like, you gotta rock this man, no socks. I'm like, nah, man, I don't know if I can get around you smelly feet and socks. I can't do it. That that for me, that needs to end. I just want some small some ankle socks or something, or maybe do some nice dress. I don't know. Some ankle socks. I love it. I don't know. I don't I don't know about the no shoes. Every single time I see somebody breaking out that fanny pack, I'm like, just stop. Yeah, just stop it. Just stop it. All right. I mean, I I just can't put it away. I know it's exactly how I feel. I mean, come on, you know, just just let it go already. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. It's kind of like I agree. Was, I, like clueless. We're not fetch. It's not yeah. stop. It's not cool. See, you get it. You get all my humor. I love it. I love oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're gonna be sure to provide uh ways to reach out to you, connect with you. I'm just so grateful you spent this time with me today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're amazing. You're amazing. Thank you. So are you. Ah, I love best friends. I love it. And for the listeners, I want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the F word. You can learn more about our guest. Uh, I'm Jamar Jones. This guy's great. We're not, I just can't wait to tell people I talked to you. I feel like I'm going to be name dropping you all week and all these topics (laughs) we covered by visiting the links we're going to provide on his episode page. And if you love this podcast, I know that you did. We want you to subscribe. Make sure you don't keep it a secret. If you share it and put hashtag females and finance in the post, we're going to engage with you as well. We always want you to remember the F word is where females and finance are not dirty words. Thank you for being here today. Sweet. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely.